Hi, welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is season four, episode four, the one with all the ballroom dancing. Oh, I love this Mm, episode. I do too. It's so cute. I actually think all the plot lines are really funny. And what's interesting is that I don't think that this episode moves the needle at all in the friends realm. It is just pure fun. Yeah, totally. We've got no relationships. We've got no, except for Phoebe's job situation, um, pretty much none of the effects are lasting. Yeah, that's a really good point. It is, um, that's it. That's the only thing that really carries on. But I do feel like it gives you a bitter, like a a bit of better understanding of all the different characters. Like Mm -hmm. it kind of, like it solidifies like Joey and Chandler, sorry, um, Ross and Chandler's friendship and... Um, like Monica and Rela- and Rachel's roommate relationship mm-hmm. and then kind of like Monica's overbearingness, Rachel's like, you know, crybabiness, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like Joey just being like this silly, you know, but lovable. Yeah. I feel like it's there. It's not I wouldn't I don't know if I'd call it like character development, but yeah, it's, I feel like it is. It like okay. lets you learn about them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the, I guess since I mentioned it, Phoebe's job situation, she's got this Mm. client that she loves. She re-loves him. (laughs) She re-loves him. She re-loves him. And she says that she wants to do things to him that she can't charge for, (laughs) which I thought was a clever way to put it. Um, I like how she's like, it's against my oath. And, yeah. And they're like, they make you take an oath? And she's like, no, I, I take one. And But also it's against like, you know, she's like, misses whoever fires people for fooling around. Which, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like it. massage parlors get a bad rap as is. Um, I mean, Frank Jr. definitely thought it was Frank that kind of place. Jr. thought so, yeah. <laughs> um, it is not that kind of place. Uh, but Probably when you call it a parlor, then it does sound a bit... CD. Yeah, yeah. I actually think parlor is the word that you're not supposed to use. Um, I don't know what else you're supposed to say. Massage studio? Center. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, I also think I masseuse know. is not a word you're really... Yeah, that one's changed. Use. It's like stewardess. It wasn't like hand wench or something <laughs> like, you know... <laughs> No, but it is now you'd, you'd say like a massage therapist. Do you massage remember? Therapist, um, yeah. I don't know if you remember this. So um, for everybody listening, Renee and I used to work at a famous person's um, s- hotel and we worked at the spa. And so mm-hmm. we were like the desk girls um, that sat outside the locker rooms and so the guests of the hotel would come and like change into robes and have a cup of tea um we if we would remembered hold the to door. make them <laughs> and we would hold the door and hand them their like locker key and towels and stuff and um basically just like you know take care of them and kind of keep them um occupied until the massage therapist was ready because they'd be like prepping the room and stuff and they'd come out to get them and i remember i'd always I'd always mess that up and I'd be like, your masseuse is ready. And they would always be like, massage therapist, massage therapist. And I just had to, I just wasn't used to saying it. Did you ever get in trouble for that? I don't remember getting in trouble for it. But I also Do you remember feel what like, you'd say? I think I, I think I would say your therapist is ready or like they're ready for you in your treatment or something like that. Because a lot of times, ah. I don't, I feel like most of the time, because we didn't have the schedule or anything. Right. So we it didn't know if they were getting we a know. facial or an eyebrow wax or a blowout or, like or what. Copper tub soaks. Yeah. I mean, we really didn't know. Like, honestly, you guys, it was the best job in the entire world because our entire job consisted of holding open the door and making sure the fruit was out and nobody ever ate the fruit. So then our job was to eat the fruit when no one else did <laughs> and drink the juice that no one else drank. And usually... Technically, we were supposed to bring the used towels and robes and replace them with fresh ones, but 99% of the time, somebody from housekeeping did it for us anyway, uh, like before we could get to I it. I did the laundry. I, I feel like I, almost every... I mean, I did it sometimes, but so many times, they'd be like, oh, I'm going anyway, because they stopped taking appointments at 
five o'clock like the the spa technically closed at five but we worked until seven yeah what was is that just because it's in case the gym was open over? later yeah because oh, the gym right. was still open and people could just use the like spa locker room if they wanted to um barely anyone ever did though that's true and so we basically just do our homework or play card games yeah i mean we really just sat there and appointments only happened at the top of the hour and there were only three or four therapy rooms in general so at the most, you would maybe open the door for two people once an hour, and that was pretty much it. That was the entire I job. Remember, I remember doing laundry for most of my shifts, or like for enough of them, but it literally, it wasn't doing laundry. It was like, like opening the laundry bin. And walking it putting, over. Putting it all inside of like a robe, you yeah. know, like wrapping it up, and then walking it over like to the laundry room, and then like yeah. taking taking like fancy cakes on the way back. I was going to say, yeah, when I did take the laundry in, then I would stop by and the pastry chefs would give us like fancy treats. Yeah, it was awesome. So it really, it was honestly the best job as a college kid. It was great. And we all, it was one guy and one girl and we worked with a bunch of our guy friends. So it was yeah. really fun. I loved it. It was really fun. Um, Not Phoebe's situation though. No, no, no. We She's had to working at no like oats. uptown uptown parlor or something like fancy hands massage fancy hands hand wench um (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a hand crank like a (laughs) hand wench um anyway phoebe is a hand wench and uh, (laughs) she likes rick and everybody's like, well, just, you know, whatever, go out with them. And she's like, I can't. It's forbidden. I'll get fired. Da, da, da. And they're like, why are your feet all dressed up? And she's like, it's Arabian Princess Day at work. OK. And they're like, you're going to do some the feet flirting. Yeah, feet flirting. Because <laughs> the only part of her that he can see is the feet. Um, wow. But then she goes in and she just, you know, rather than just asking him out normally, she bites him. Well, because he asks her to massage his butt. <laughs> okay. And it's and it's because not that no, she shouldn't have bitten it. That's very weird. But it is funny that he asks her to massage his butt because he heard it during a Greenpeace sit-in, which like could anything be more of a turn-on to Phoebe? Yeah. And but, oh, it's just so funny. Yeah. He she bites him on the tushy. <laughs> And feet and Joey's advice is to think of Chandler so she doesn't think, well get too because excited. something boring like sandwiches like or sports or Chandler. baseball or Chandler. <laughs> and Joe Chandler's. and Chandler's like, uh, thank you. And Joey's like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> and because she's like Chandler's ankles, Chandler's ankle hairs, <laughs> Chandler's nose, Chandler's eyebrows. it's like it's so funny but she does that and she lifts off every body part Chandler has including and then it's two and a half hours later and she's like oh no and so she's like okay massage over bye-bye the end the end and uh he's like oh wow that was amazing and she's like well it wasn't only an hour I really like you I want to ask you out clean and he's like oh great Let's I could get a new massage here. therapist. Yeah. Can you get Rick? a new wife, Rick? Yeah, Rick. Mm. I love when her boss comes in and they're making out. And she's like, Phoebe, this isn't that kind of place. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. It's fine because Rick is uh, my husband. And she's like, oh, really? Well, you better tell his other wife because she called three times looking for him. And Phoebe's like, I will tell her. I will tell her. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, freaking Rick. So Rick's married, decides to make out with Phoebe, which gets her fired. Mm -hmm. So him cheating on his wife. It wasn't Phoebe's fault. She had no idea he was married. What is she supposed to do? Ask every guy she makes out with if they're married? (laughs) If they're married? Okay, yeah, 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 she should. should. (laughs) I thought Um, that was this episode, and then I was like, oh, no, that's Ralph Lauren. Oh, that's right. It's way later. I forgot about that. Um, Ask every guy make out with if they're married. But still, it sucks that Rick gets Phoebe fired for being a whore. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yes. It's a really bad day, whore-wise. Whore-wise. I feel so bad when she's like, they fired me for being a whore. And then I tried to wander around and give people massages in the park, and the policeman thought I was a whore, too. Poor thing. I, I love at the very end, when the the she's like interviewing for the new job and the lady's like you've got such good experience um what was your reason for leaving your last job and she goes oh yeah they thought I was a whore and she's just saying no <laughs> so matter of fact um which I know oh poor bless I love her so that's I know. poor Phoebe no job thanks no, Rick no. Rick freaking Rick um and uh Chandler Okay. What? Yeah, I was just, just settling in. To, oh, okay. Settling um, in to talk about Chandler. Ch- Chandler. Chandler's, Chandler's ankle hair. Chandler's muscles. Ooh, no, none of those. Because Monica sees a card fall out of his wallet, and she's like, "Is that a gym card?" And he's like, "Yeah, I try to go three times a week. I've missed the last twelve hundred times." Um. So basically, he's one of those people that got suckered in with the first month free or no registration fee or whatever or the whole like yeah i can i'll totally go to the gym i can be disciplined mm-hmm. been there chandler yeah. i get it yeah and then doesn't go and they're like why don't you just quit and he's like well they make you go all the way down there and then they <laughs> pull you... out maria <laughs> the like recovered treat um have you ever tried to quit a gym before i did quite try to quit the gym once and you couldn't? It did not go well. Tell us about it. So Take I, off your shirt and tell us. Take <laughs> off your shirt. Okay. Um, I joined this gym. Um, one of my girlfriends went there. And I really liked it. It was super nice. Not far from my house. It was really great. Was this in Nashville? Mm-mm. This is in Florida. This is after college. Oh, okay. Before I moved to Nashville. And, um... When I was going to sign up, I was like, honestly, like, I work, like, 30 minutes away. So the gym was close to my house, but not anywhere near my work. And so I was like, I kind of have a commute. I don't know, like, if it would be worth it. And they were like, you just have to give us a one-month notice. Like, and, like, that's all you have to do to quit. And I was like, oh, that's not too bad. So basically, like, if I decide I want to quit right now, I just pay for a whole nother month. And, you know, that's the end. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's fine. Like, that's pretty low risk. And so I'm like, that's great. So I went there for like a year and a half. And I went a lot, actually. Um, she and I went like two or three days a week together. And I really liked it. I even did a couple of their – they had like great classes. And the gym itself was really nice. And I did some of their like – they had some upgraded classes. And I did a couple week trial of that. I really liked those. But then like my schedule just kind of changed. And I just – I was running outside more. And I was like, I just don't ever make time to go, you know. Mm, yeah. And I was like – and oh, and I moved to an apartment complex or a condo complex that had a gym there. And I was running outside. So I was like, if I want to do weights and stuff, I can just, you know – go to the little gym in the neighborhood and so I was like I hadn't been very many times and I was like I think I'm just gonna quit like you know it's like I think it was like 60 bucks a month that I could save yeah and so I go and they're like oh yeah well um you signed your two-year agreement and so unless you move like 50 miles away you can't quit (sighs) and I was like you told me I could quit with one month's notice they're like yeah one month's notice if you're moving two hours away or your circumstances change like you lose a job I was like oh so you lied and then I threatened them with bad PR <laughs> and they let me quit <laughs> dang because you were working I was like, at a PR company I worked time. at a PR firm I was like listen I have like every news agent like every news dialogue. channel and newspaper in town I have contacted every single one I will call them tomorrow with my story of how you're swindling people or you can let me quit now and pay my last month and be done. And so that's that's what we not did. cool that they weren't they didn't give you the full story. Nope. When you but initially that signed up. is a lot of things like that. Um, you have to read the contract. You know, I guarantee you. Right. It was in the contract. So that's on me. But I explicitly asked. Yeah. Um, what were the what was the and clause I, and they didn't yeah. tell you. 
And when the first person I talked to and tried to quit and they wouldn't let me, I was like, I want to talk to so-and-so, whoever I signed up with, because I specifically asked what the limitations were on quitting. And he laid it out like all I needed to do was give a full month's notice. Nothing about two years or moving Mm -mm. or whatever. Yeah. Nope. So, um, yeah. So I was pissed. But anyway, they let me quit. Mm. So, yeah, I quit that. And then since then... I joined the YMCA for a little while and that was really easy to quit. You just quit when you're ready. I think the same thing, like you pay out your last month and you're just done. And then now I go to Orange Theory and they're the same way. Like you really can just quit with a month's notice. So, you know, Hmm. not bad other than that one time. What about you? Have you ever quit the gym successfully Um, or unsuccessfully? Yeah, honestly, it's never been a problem. I've probably quit three or four different gyms. Um, I, the first one I ever started going to, I think, was in Florida as well, but it was, like, through my dad's work because he worked at a hospital. Oh, yeah, so I remember like that a, one. Yeah, so that I don't think was that hard because it was just, like, it was mostly for, like, rehabilitation. So, honestly, it was all these old people and then some, mm-hmm. like, young hot guys. Maybe they worked at the hospital. I don't know. But there was, like, <laughs> it was all young hot guys or old people. <laughs> um, Isn't that where you met that one guy you went on a couple really awkward dates with? No, I met him at um, when I was a lifeguard at the pool. Oh, I think it was that same season when you used that gym. Because it was. I like, yeah. I like connect the two for some reason. I thought he was he there. Oh, did he go with you? No, not to the gym. He might have also been a member because he was working at the hospital, the same hospital my dad was working yes. at. Yes. I um, think but that I never saw him. Maybe. He had nothing to do with the gym. I connect the two, though. So that was that same summer. Okay, but that's incorrect. This is an example of where Renee is going to tell me how my stories are wrong. You said (laughs) that it was. No, he had nothing to do with my gym. I know, but wasn't it the same summer I'm asking? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I connect the two. Sorry, I'm not saying they were related. No, I remember he was there. So you must be wrong. No, I just I, I correlate like you leaving the gym and talking about him or something, you know, like that. Yeah. Definitely. No, that was the same summer. But um, this is an example of Ashley always thinking I'm wrong, (laughs) even though I'm not trying to be right. I don't always let the record show. Okay. Um, (laughs) And do you know what? I think that maybe because of this episode of Friends, I was like expecting a fight Um, because, yeah, I so I joined this gym in Auckland um, and it was really it was like less than a mile from my house so what I would do is I'd get home from work just change right into my gym clothes and walk over there um and that was really good I had a personal trainer once a week and then I was just going I probably was actually going four times a week and it was really good and when I was ready to quit I just I think you just had to like write a letter to corporate or something but it wasn't hard um and um maybe this is um unethical but like if there was a situation where they were like oh you have to be like moving then I would just be like yeah I'm moving <laughs> do you know what I mean like well that's the thing is for me I was like well yeah I'm I did move and that was true because I was living at one place and then I moved to this townhouse yeah and they were like well we need proof of your new address and I was like I've been like okay. I don't, none of your business but I guess that's none yeah yeah. But maybe I was prepared for a fight. And so honestly, every time I've left the gym, it's been super easy. Um, I recently, I feel kind of bad about this one. Um, I've, I joined this gym in my current town that I'm in. Um, and I didn't for a while because it's like there are no gyms in a convenient location for me. Um, mm-hmm. But once Ben moved here, I started using his car. So I was like, oh, okay, I can like drive to this gym. Honestly, you guys, my, like my house and my work are a two-minute drive from each other. No traffic. I could walk there. Um, but the closest gym is like a 15 minute drive through like a really trafficy area, especially mm-hmm. if it's like before or after work. Cause there's like a school right there and right. it's, it's the way that people, I live kind of like on like the beach area. And so it's the, it's where people have to go to like take the bridge back to the main part of town. So anyway, right. it's just like, if you don't have to go through there, why would you? So I just found myself not going to the gym very much. Cause it was like, like why would I want to go sit in traffic you know what I mean to deal with all this so I went to quit and I went like right before coronavirus lockdowns but it was completely unrelated to coronavirus but I just Mm -hmm. I had called in and I was like hey I'm not sure when does my membership period end and they're like oh no you're off of it you're month by month you can quit anytime so I Mm -hmm. did um 
And then I, I started getting messages from, it was like the payment collection was different than the gym. And they were the ones that were actually like hounding me like, you owe 20 bucks because it was like 20 bucks every two weeks or something. And they're like, you still owe 20 bucks. You're going to get put into collections. And I was like, oh, hell no. So I went down to the gym and I was like, you're going to help me sort this out. And I, I, I was like nice but firm. I went down there and I actually ended up talking to the owner of the gym. He was so sweet. He like Aww. called. He's like, I've been on the phone on hold with our account rep from like this payment collections company. And sorry, I've been on hold for like 30 minutes and they keep giving me the runaround. And so he was like, you're out of our system. You you paid up everything you needed to pay up and you're done. Um, and this was literally like day, like a couple days before we were supposed to go. And like, we went in like level four for us was like strict lockdown. Like you right. cannot, like gyms were closing, restaurants were closing. You could not like, if you were going to be driving somewhere, they were going to like stop you and ask you where you were going type thing. And so I only had a short window, but he was super nice. He got hold of them and he was really firm with them. And they were, he was like, look, we paid this up. You know, I don't know why these are still coming through. Da, da, da. And they were just like, oh, okay, we're sorry. And then just wiped the whole thing. And so I had like done all this nice. math and I was like, oh, I think somebody quoted me that I still owed like 25 bucks, but I actually owed 50. And so I was like, I think I do owe you guys 25 bucks, but they were just like, nope, nope, she's fine. Okay, we've just erased it. And he was like, don't worry about it. You're good. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, he was so... And I was like, he was like, a lot of people have been quitting because of coronavirus. And I was like, oh, I'm Aww. so sorry. It's just because this isn't in a convenient location. <laughs> yeah. But, that is one of the things, like, the gym is one of those things that has to be convenient. Mm-hmm. I do not need another excuse to not go to the gym. So if it's like, right. it has to be uh, easy. It's, there's some traffic on the way. It's like, yep. <laughs> that's all I need to not go. Yeah. Well, that's why when I had the Y membership in Nashville, the Y's here, like, I don't know if you remember the Y's where we grew up. They were fine. They were very like rec center, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't disgusting, but they were no, they were very utilitarian. That's probably the best way to put it. Um, the YMCA's in Nashville are like the fancy gyms everywhere else and really I, yes one of them the one in Brentwood which is so I live in like south the south just south of downtown Nashville Brentwood's like the next town south of Nashville and it's the burbs it's really nice like it's where the good schools are blah 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 the Brentwood YMCA literally used to be the Brentwood Country Club I'm not exaggerating wow it's so nice it has an indoor and an outdoor pool, indoor and outdoor tennis courts, huge card, like hundreds of treadmills, hundreds of ellipticals, tons of different weight rooms. They have like a women's only section, um, like a, a whole weight area that is just women if you want. They have sauna, um, jacuzzis. They have an indoor cardio movie room. So it's like all treadmills and ellipticals and bikes, and they play different movies all the time. That's awesome. It was awesome. The The most I used my YMC membership, but the Brentwood Y is like 15 or 20 minutes from my house with right. no traffic. Um, I went the most during Christmas because I was like, home alone? I could be on the treadmill for home alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then it's like Elf and the Santa Claus. Like, it was great. And they were always family friendly because it's the YMCA. Yeah, that was so So it was so all, funny. like, the good movies. Yeah, it was – I mean, the YMCA, seriously, they're so freaking nice, but there is just not one close to my house. It sounds like they had a real glow-up. Oh, yeah, YMCA glow up. The one downtown has a rooftop pool, and – Oh, I mean, my gosh. I'm serious. It's It probably would be worth rejoining just for the pools alone. In summer, um, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I guess I indoor about pools it. in winter, too. Yeah, hmm. I've thought about it. I would like to do use the pool again, but it really just as much as I want to use it, twenty minute drive is just really not convenient. Like, see, and doing here's the thing: else. is like twenty minute drive each way plus whatever time you spend in the gym, and then if you're using the pool, you have to right. shower and do your hair afterwards. Yeah. That's the biggest thing because yeah. I live near the beach, and I'm like, I'd love the idea of going for a swim at lunchtime, like you know everybody does. Um, but I'm like, I, I'm not going to wash my hair every day. I don't wash my right. hair every day, like anyway. And As I, is, right? Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. And I know for some of you, maybe you think we're being ridiculous, but like we've got a lot of hair. <laughs> so much hair. 
It just takes so, so long to dry. So long. Um, so long. Yeah. But the YMCA's here are hella nice. Well, that sounds um, nice. Are they more expensive than like a normal or are they like the cheaper option still oh absolutely the cheaper option i think the most expensive membership for one person is like 55 dollars, and that's so you can use all of the like you could use all the ymcas you could do a cheaper one and just pick one ymca in middle tennessee but um they do income base too here anyone else is looking at the ymca yeah like if you make i think it was like under 50 or sixty thousand dollars a year they do like a sliding scale income based that's awesome Everybody yeah, go join really your great. local YMCA. I do yes. feel like they need our support. Yes. Oh, man. They're so nice. And sometimes I'm like, man, I really should rejoin. It's just so nice. Every once in a while, I'm like, I get the urge to just join the super fancy gym in town because I'm like, well, mm-hmm. maybe if I join the really nice gym, then I'll be compelled to go more often. Mm-hmm. If it's like going to a spa every time, you know, like the luxury yeah. treatment. Um but I, I haven't yet because I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. But it sounds like if it's, it, yeah, I would, that sounds great. You should support the Y. Yeah, support the Y. They're doing great stuff. Um, especially if you live in Nashville because the YMCAs are so nice. Way nicer than anything I've ever seen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Chandler doesn't want to join a new gym. He just no, wants he to quit need the gym a y he goes he to. Needs to. He doesn't need the Y. He, yeah. he pays. He doesn't go. <laughs> right. And sometimes... You know, everybody's different with, like, what motivates them. And some people, the money coming out of their account every month would be the motivation. Yeah. Um, that is obviously not the motivation for Chandler. He's got so, expendable income. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's not It's not enough of a – it's not enough of a pinch for him. So he, uh, Ross is like, well, you just go and you quit. Do you mean to go with you? Like, it's such a big deal. And Chandler's like, oh, no, you'll need to come. So he brings He's like, yes, Ross. please. Yeah, he brings Ross with him. I and... love how Ross is like being his hype man. And he's yeah. like, remember, do you want rock hard packs and washboard abs? Yeah. And he's like, no, oh. I want a flabby gut and saggy man breasts. Yeah. He's like, that's <laughs> right. Go get him. Um, he's like trying to pump him up. And they separate them. He's like, oh, sorry members only past this point (laughs) (laughs) and then they bring out maria well he's like do you go to a gym and ross is like look buddy like acting like i can't be sold i'm not a sucker he's so above this until until this like recovered gym treat comes out in a very high cut bodysuit did we it's just so high cut did we used to call that french cut because i feel like the french are like that ain't on us like (laughs) we don't do that it's just the she looks great but it is she looks great but i would look (laughs) terrible oh my gosh i are you kidding any normal human imagine uh, the like saddlebag just flowing out my gosh i mean i put on a regular bodysuit the other day and i was like eh and it's still it's like great. this isn't for me. <laughs> and then I put pants on over it. I didn't just yeah. Saunter and then you're around. like, oh, okay, that that suits. Even then, it's you, like why high cut? Yes. Do you follow Celeste Barber on any platforms? No, I don't. Do you who, who she is? That? No, she's an Australian comedian. Oh yes, I'm sorry. My friend Emily, who lives in Australia, always sends me her stuff. She's yes, funny, but she, I don't. Is she like a Chrissy Teigen ish? Uh, I don't think so. She, okay. her big shtick is, um, like replicating something that like a model or a celebrity does. Oh, funny. But like not well, obviously. And I, that's the first thing I thought of is like, I would love Celeste oh, Barber wow. to like recreate because she'll do like one of like a model standing, like, um, you know, like with bikini bottoms, but like no top on and she's like covering her boobs and like hair floating in the wind and she'll do it, but she'll be like tripping and you know, it's like very exaggerated, but or she's like trying to right. do some like a model's wearing like sexy undies and a white t-shirt and she's wearing like huge granny panties and you know it's all right. going wrong but it's funny. So I was thinking of like anybody else trying to pull this look off would be like a Celeste Barber. Oh yeah. Comparison, you know, a because glittery I mean silver. you just Maria does not have an ounce of fat on her stomach. Like not or anywhere even a drop. Well, Stomach, not anywhere. Arms, thighs, hips. Like her legs are just smooth up she, into 
the it's, end. And I she's know, like a human Barbie doll. Yeah. She's so tall. And so I was like, man, they, she's got to get ready every day to just seduce guys into joining the gym. she's paid she gets well. Like a, yeah. Do you think she like gets a commission? like a, um, yeah, a commission? <laughs> I would hope so. I hope that Maria negotiated herself a nice commission deal. I hope so. Like it's more like a good bonus structure, or a smoothie, like a grape to fill up on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they separate him. Aww. They separate Chandler and Ross and put Ross with Maria and Chandler finally convinces himself to quit. And then the phone rings and they're like, you don't want to make your friend work out alone, do you? <laughs> is in there like oh hey like he like acts like nothing is wrong oh it's so good and i love when he tells everybody he's like yeah i couldn't quit couldn't leave ross without a spotter without a spotter (laughs) and they're like so good and rachel cracks up she's like you joined the gym Uh uh-huh yeah so so then ross they're like what are we gonna do about this and monica's like you could actually go to the gym and they're both like not gonna happen and i love how ross is like we could close our bank accounts and cut them off at the source like (laughs) oh my god you guys really yeah really really they go to the bank and try to quit (laughs) really but Joey doesn't want them to because then they won't be bank buddies. Bank buddies. <laughs> I love when he said, aw, then we won't be bank buddies. <laughs> now there's two reasons. Um, But foiled again at the bank because the bank rolls out Karen. their own Maria. Karen, the Maria of the bank. And Karen can't wear lycra in no, the bank. She has a very, res- very um, respectable sweater. Respectable cardigan um she's very pretty though and chandler somehow... i want to quit the bank i know i want to quit the <laughs> bank it's so funny um mm. which i also feel i mean i i know i've closed bank accounts before but i don't remember it being that much of an issue but i think most of the bank accounts i closed were like free student accounts yeah you know before i got like a real grown-up account and i don't I don't think I've, I mean, now I've had the same bank account for like eight years. So, yeah, yeah I think I that know. they called me to be like, hi, uh, we don't do this anymore. You need to close this account. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I kind of remember that. They're like, this is like a free like freshman college student checking from a, like, yeah. a state you don't live in anymore. Can we close this? <laughs> yeah. Can we just not? Um, but yeah, I don't know why they would to fight you on that but i guess because they want your money but um they don't yeah get to i honestly think that's scarier than trying to quit the gym banks are probably mm, anyway try to move your money around um but they end up somehow with a joint checking account <laughs> i love it we signed what up for a joint that for account? i don't pay know to the pay for gym. the gym <laughs> it's so funny oh, boys that seems dangerous in the long run Having a joint checking account with your... Now they're bank buddies. Yeah, true. I guess all three of the boys could be bank buddies. Be bank buddies. <laughs> now they got that joint checking. Um, yeah, so I don't think Chandler ever goes to the gym ever again until Monica tries to make him work out. Um, that already happened. Oh, you're right. That did already happen. That was like season one. Sometimes I Doing- can't keep... The, those kind of things in the timeline straight. That's fair. I mean, we've watched things that don't like so know. many times. Yeah. yeah, and it just kind of floats. But um, yeah, yeah like that was anything. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That did already have the Macho Man montage. <laughs> um, and um, anyway, yeah. So you know, Chandler never works out again. But he'll balloon up and shrink down and balloon up and shrink down. Yeah. We'll follow along for that journey. We'll follow along for that journey. And we wouldn't want anything to get any bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Things are going to get bigger, Chandler. Um, Anyway, so now we've got bank buddies and gym buddies. And they'll just literally never use either one. Just sounds like a gigantic waste of money. They could just drain their account. But I guess then they'd get all those fees. That's hurts your checking or your your checking your credit i would assume 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, right. yeah, if you've got fees and you're not paying them. Over yes. withdrawn bank accounts. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Sometimes um, if you try to shut down an account or withdraw all your money, they charge you for that too. Anyway, I don't know. The bank is a scheme. Moving along. <laughs> episode of New Girl when Nick doesn't want to have a bank account. And he's like, what is a bank? But a basically a paper bag with fancy walls. Because <laughs> he keeps all his money in a brown paper bag like a four-year-old. The credit um, score of a homeless ghost. He has the credit score of a homeless ghost. Seriously, my favorite insult. Um, but yeah, so you now we got gym buddies and bank buddies. But what we also have is the best part of this episode, which from the very opening... Monica's like, Rachel, could you take out the trash? And she's like, well, I just thought you liked doing it. Oh, okay, let's stop there. How annoying, <laughs> first of all. But um, no, it is funny because I feel like it's like, I don't know if we've had really glimpses of their roommate problems before, but it's like yeah, not taking, too out much. The, taking out the trash, leaving empty cartons in the fridge. Like, it's just, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so funny, so typical. And I feel yeah. like so relatable. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like the I one wanted to when- hear- Oh, yeah. Well, there's there's the one when Monica's washing all the stuff. And she's like, does she oh, yeah. use the cups? Yes. I, think I believe so. she, she does. does. <laughs> <laughs> Which ha- will happen at some point, either this season or next season. Yep. Um, but have, do, have you had, like, roommate problems really like this? Like, with being messy or not pitching in and stuff? Um, yeah. Not, like... You know, nothing unlivable. But I definitely think there's always some people who do more than other people. Yeah. I think it's like there's always some, like everybody's threshold of like, Mm -hmm. okay, at what point do do we need to clean is different. Yes. Um, And usually whoever it bothers the most ends up being the one cleaning the most because they don't want to just, you don't want to just wait until it bothers everybody else. Um, because you lose both ways, right? Either you just end up cleaning it or mm-hmm. you just sit there bothered by the mess until yep. someone else cleans it. Yep. But if it doesn't bother them or if they're like, oh, it's never that big of a deal. And you're like, it's because I clean it before it becomes one. Right. But that's all. Yeah. It's like a double-edged sword because then you don't really have um, not like a bargaining chip, but there's no like evidence to that because they're exactly. like, well, it's always clean. You're yeah. Because like, well, I always clean it. But sometimes you just have to let people... Um, suffer through it we're going through some of that at work right now I keep trying to do things that are not my job and someone the other day was like you have to stop because it just needs sometimes things just not need to not get done so we can say to someone is it cleaning stuff no 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 like little work like little tasks oh right okay because if I do them then I don't have to wait you know what I mean like yeah. You know how I can be. I'm just like, well, I'll just do it. And if I just do it all, then it will be done and I, we can move on and I don't have to worry about asking you or whatever. Um, but it's hard sometimes to just like let it let it lie and like be like, yeah, I could do it. But, you know, I just needed you to see that it doesn't just get done on its own. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The problem with that, I think, at like in the home with like dirty dishes and stuff is if mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm just going to let you see that it's a problem is that usually those people, like everybody has a different definition of when it becomes like when, when is this mm-hmm. too much? Yeah. And yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, I just need to let them suffer. Like you're going to be the one suffering because yeah. they don't even notice it. And it actually, or if they do notice it, they don't think it's a problem yet. Like it's not, yeah. it doesn't bother them. But I guess at work, I hear it like that's different because you'll get burned yeah. out at some point and you can't take on everybody else's responsibility. Or sometimes right. it's like, let it be a problem so we can justify why we need to hire somebody to do all this stuff. Well, and that was the conversation is like, well, if it's always getting done, then I don't have anything to prove. Like we need more contractors or we need more yeah, budget well, be or like, whatever it why? might be. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, Renee's just picking up all the slack, so we don't need anything. Um, not true, but like, you know, it just was becoming a problem in yeah. this one little area. But anyway, um, yeah, I feel like my biggest roommate pet peeve in general is shared things not being cleaned. So, like, if you don't want to clean your coffee mug, whatever. 
but like if we only have one frying pan yeah you make something and then you don't clean it that sucks because now I have to clean the thing that you used before I make my thing because we only have one totally that's what's hard that was always like my biggest roommate pet peeve and I know sometimes it just happens like you think you have time it turns out you're running late obviously are you going to be late to your job or your class are you going to wash the pan you're going to not be late right so you go once is a mistake a bunch of times is a pattern but also when you live with five people if everybody does that once a week you know it's just one of those things that I feel like happens um I don't know that it's always like one person's fault a lot of times it's not sometimes it is um yeah but you're right if everybody's like oh I don't usually do this and it's like well, if everyone does it once a week, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's happening to everybody. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah. So the mm. never taking out the trash thing is annoying. Now, I yeah. will say Matt takes out the trash 99% of the time in our house because he's nice. Um, I, I was going to say same thing. Like Ben usually is the one that takes out the trash and the recycling. He's the one that usually empties it into our bins and then also like wheels the bins down to the corner and back. Um, mm-hmm. but we talked about it and I like, we discussed it. So he knows that that's yeah. something that like, I expect him to do more. I, I'll sometimes take out the trash, but he usually does it. Yeah. If it's like, if it is totally full and Matt's not around, I'll take it out. But if, it's not then I just don't really how does how did garbage become a guy job because it's dirty yeah I feel like it's our fair skin against the elements I don't know and like the rub the like garbage bins are usually back in like a gross a gross alley and like yeah maybe that's oh yeah back when I roomed with all girls um there was never an expectation that the guy would take it out oh my gosh my friend so I don't think I've ever had this be like a bad bad problem We've all had our like little roommate things, right? But and I do feel like I definitely used to be a lot less considerate of others than I am now, mm-hmm. um, just because it was that thing where you go like, oh, I just I'm I'm just I, I'm, I'm running late or like I'm tired, I'll do it later, and you don't think about the fact that it's like well, there's four other people, five other people that live here. Right. We're all tired. Um, yeah, exactly. Like I shouldn't have to wash your dishes before I can use them, you know, because we only have like you said one pan. But um, yeah. I have a friend who her um, roommate in New Zealand and this was only like a couple years ago so this isn't like college this is like we are 30 you know like 30 year olds young 30 year olds with jobs and like you know there's no kids or whatever so it's like mm-hmm. I don't know you should know better is my point and you have you should have the time he it was two girls and one guy that lived together and the guy was by far the messiest, but also like the most spoiled. And she said that like, so my thing's always been like, look, if there's going to be a lot of us in a house, like let's buy a big garbage can because I don't want to have to take it out every day. Like yes. let's buy something big, buy a big garbage, a big recycle. And so that way we can like fill it up and only have to take it out like once a week or something, you know, like let's minimize the start there for the efficiency of, of making this not a problem. But they had this teeny tiny garbage bag, uh, garbage bin to fit under their kitchen sink. And she said that he, he, first of all, he never cooked and not just like, oh yeah, that guy never cooks, never, actually never cooked. He did Uber Eats mm-hmm. for pretty much every, every meal. meal. Yep. Or he'd like get food on the way home from work. And so he always had like bags and boxes and cardboard Mm -hmm. containers of like takeout, you know? Right. Um, And she said that, which takes up a lot of space. Which takes up the whole garbage can. Essentially, especially if it's a tiny one. And she said that um, he used to just like literally every day he would just take out his thing. and And if the garbage bin was full, he would just leave it on top of the garbage. His like, and it was obviously him because the girls cooked. He didn't. And so he'd always just leave his takeout bag, like sitting on top of the garbage. I would have put it in his room. I'd That would be so infuriating. And I'm pretty sure she said that they had conversations about it all the time. But he was one of those guys that like, if you said something to him, he'd get really mad and just mm-hmm. basically like ignore you. And then like, he'd just be really mad at you and just wouldn't talk to you. And it wouldn't solve the yeah. problem. Like, he wouldn't actually do better. 
Right. Oh, God. Yeah. That's really frustrating. Yeah. I guess I, I had. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you can go ahead. I was just going to say I had a roommate also in New Zealand who was, he was really inconsiderate and he was, he was a lovely, he is a lovely person, but was a terrible roommate, but the same type of thing where like, he was just so messy and always had takeout and it was everywhere and he would never clean up after himself. But if you talked to him about it, he would just get angry. He wouldn't actually. So it was like, well, what do I do? Do I talk to him about it and he get mad and never change? Or do I just do it and keep the peace? Was I think everyone the, just eventually moved was out. Was this the same roommate that cleaned the entire bathroom with a toilet brush? Yes. <laughs> oh, same. One in the see, so even when gosh. you feel like even when you feel like you've had a breakthrough and he goes, Oh, I'll clean for you. He like I wonder if he spe- did it so spectacularly wrong so nobody would ever ask him to do it again. Like it was like, almost oh, more I'm effort. So bad at cleaning. Exactly. I feel like he spent more effort trying to get out of it than just doing it. <laughs> um, one time when I was a kid, my mom left like chores for us in the morning in the summer or on a weekend or something. Like she left a list, like you need to do these things before you can watch TV or play outside or whatever. She wasn't home though. And um I so my parents' house is like a two-story, it's like a townhouse. And so there's like the first floor and then stairs and then the second floor. And we had one of those vacuums that was like an in the wall vacuum system. Do you rem- do you remember this, Ashley? I didn't remember that you had that like an HVAC or whatever is it called? Is that that thing? Like you can like. An HVAC is your air conditioning unit. (laughs) Oh, it is? (laughs) Yeah. HRV? Is that what I'm thinking? I don't know. I'm not sure what they're called. But it's basically Um, like you like stick the hose of the vacuum into like like a hole in the wall. I didn't know you guys had that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I hated it because to do upstairs, you had to lug the, I mean, it was a giant like heavy duty tube yeah yeah so like the tube itself was i don't know like the size around of like a more than a tennis i think a tennis ball could have gone through the tube you know so you'd lug this huge accordion tube upstairs (laughs) and plug it in and bring the attachment and vacuum up there and then bring it down and do downstairs and like the house isn't huge but it's just like such a hassle i always hated it yeah. So mine said <laughs> vacuum upstairs. And I vacuumed up the stairs. So you just and like vacuumed a few of the, the stairs. stairs. I did all the stairs. And I was like, what? <laughs> you said vacuum upstairs. And I don't I don't honestly remember if I thought I was being, you know, like I did it to be like what I did what you said or if I honestly misunderstood I have a feeling it was the first because I'm not an it idiot kind of sounds um, like the first yeah it kind of sounds Basically. like the first yeah um but also like I mean I feel like that's the equivalent of like being like wipe off the counter and you just wipe around all the stuff instead of like moving everything off you know yeah um, just bare minimum of what is expected but yeah that was me and my younger I feel like I still hate vacuuming though I feel like vacuuming up the stairs is just as much effort as like having your sister help you lug the the hose up and doing like the flat surface oh, of upstairs. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Two bedrooms and a bathroom and a landing oh, would have taken absolutely so no time. Right. But like when you were saying to your friend like that he cleaned the whole thing with the toilet brush was almost like more effort, but it like, was so yeah, wrong. Like, more effort than just um, like getting a like an all-purpose I mean, cleaning really, pad. E- yeah, even doing like a deep clean in the bathroom cannot take more than 30 minutes when you're really just like, because you spray everything down and you let it sit and then you scrub everything out and then you're done. It's not that yeah. hard. And everything is like a wipe-downable surface, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, he he really outdid himself with that. But yeah, that Rachel is. apparently has never cleaned. Um, I love when Monica's like, have you taken out the trash? And Rachel's like, yeah. And she's like, since you've lived here and she's like yeah. oh no i thought you just liked doing it <sighs> but honestly so i have annoying. to think you have to think about it though like you were saying do you think monica even let the trash get near full ever no but so this is where this is where and i it's, think like it's a chicken and the egg thing well no this is where i think you just nip the problem in the bud options okay i think you have two options here one if you have the money 
you hire someone to do it. Problem yeah. solved, no complaints. If there's roommates, then like, you know, you're sharing, you can chip it in and you can even just go, just come in and do the kitchen and the bathroom and maybe vacuum the living room. That's all we need you to do. Um, don't worry about the bedrooms. And so it could be just like, you know what I mean? You could have somebody in there for an hour a week. Yeah to do that kind of stuff. Mind you, that doesn't really help with like, if the garbage is full on a Tuesday and your cleaner comes on a Thursday, like you need that done, but you're having to do so much less other stuff that it frees up your mental capacity and your like annoyance levels. Right. So, so that's one option. Obviously the girls do not have the cash for that. So that's totally Mm -hmm. fine. This is where I feel like you just, this is where you just need to make a chore chart and people hate that. The people that are having to create them hate it too, mm-hmm. but like there's a reason. It's because the chores aren't getting done. And so I, I, in one of the the last flat situation, roommate situation I had here in New Zealand, we had a chore chart, and I remember like a couple of people grumbling, being like, "Oh, I hate." And like it was like, "Yeah, none of us wants this. We just want yeah. a clean house, and we're not getting one. So we can either hire a cleaner, but like nobody wants to pitch in the money for that." So then we just have to figure out a way to do this. And unfortunately, it does have to be like, for sure, both parties have to compromise a little bit. But like the person who wants it super, super clean has to chill out a little bit. But the person who like doesn't think there's any problems has to like come to the table. So it's like both people are a little grumbly. But honestly, I think chore charts are annoying and I wish they weren't needed Right. But if but there's a that that that's a way to solve the problem. And so it's like well, the problem too is that everybody else thinks it's everybody else's responsibility, or they're yes. dirtier than me. They use it than me. Blah 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 blah. But the truth is, you all use it all all the time. I think it's also one of those things where like the sum is more than the total of the parts. So like mm-hmm. three people living in a house, if you all only clean up after yourself there's still going to be like extra grime and dirt and problem right. because like the floor you compound still has to be swept and yeah yeah and it's like you don't just like if if you're living alone sure you can like wash your dish after you use it and that type of stuff but like i found it easier to clean up after i think there's some like mental things i found it so much easier to clean up after myself in the house that i'm in right now when i was alone because mm-hmm. like I wouldn't really spill stuff on the counter when I was cooking, but if I did, I'd clean it right away. And like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really deep clean the bathroom that much, but like, I kind of kept it clean enough to where it wasn't ever that much of an issue. But then once Ben moved in, his style is like, he'd rather get up on a Saturday morning and mm-hmm. spend an hour or two cleaning. And that's what he used to do when he, in, a, in his roommate situation before he moved here, which I thought was so lovely. Like, it was two guys and a girl, and he was always up on Saturday morning, like mowing the lawns and cleaning the bathroom and stuff. Um, but I feel like our house is so much dirtier now than it ever was when I was living here by myself. And Ben's not a dirty guy. I think it's just together we make more mess. And I think it's him, and he probably thinks it's me. And right. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that that's always a big thing with multiple people is that you're like, well, I don't, that's not me. I didn't do that, so I'm not cleaning it up. Not saying that's how you're acting right now, but but that's, that's totally how, how sometimes like the mentality is. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and that's why I think yeah. you just need to go. Do you know what? Garbage is going to be your job. Dishes are going to be. But like, see, for Rachel, I think if you go like, okay, you need to do the garbage. That's the thing. Is like Monica will be like going crazy thinking the garbage is full. Rachel will be like, oh, is it full? I didn't even notice. So it's like, I think it just mm-hmm. needs to be like, okay, Rachel on. Tuesdays you vacuum or whatever it is yeah. you know that's yeah. just like well, I think you just that's need why to do this finally was just like here take out the garbage <laughs> it's time yeah so she makes her um <laughs> but she tries <sighs> to go outside she tries and- bless her she does try <laughs> and she's like third door on the left and we're just like yeah. oh right and doesn't even know um, where the so shoot she- is I know bless so she goes in there and she's like kind of trying to put it all in there but like making a lot of faces and like jamming in the pizza box (laughs) and all the stuff and I love it because Trigger's like what are you doing and she's like oh sorry I mean it's a little old but here you go and offers him stale pizza um and he's like no you're spoiled and terrible and I just spent a whole bunch of time cleaning this and you just think you can you know dump your garbage all over and 
so she cries and I mean he's not told he calls her he calls her a little princess he's really Mm -hmm. mean about it because he's frustrated but he's not wrong it's bad timing (laughs) it is because he you know if he wasn't there it wouldn't have been such a big deal and he had just unclogged it and she's like like, I don't come in here very much and right right yeah, it's one of those things where, like, she's like, oh, you know, it's just one pizza box. I, I don't, you know, but he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's whatever. If everybody just leaves one pizza box, I have to spend 30 minutes right. trying to jam. Yeah. Um, oh, and I love when she comes and back and, cry- and, and Monica goes, if you're going to cry like, about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love when she's like, he said all these mean things that were only partially true. Yeah. <laughs> And Joey thinks he has to defend her honor. And Monica's like, he's like, he made Rachel cry. And she's like, Rachel always cries. And she's yeah, like, this that's is not true. But kind it of the is start, true. Kind of the start of the Rachel always crying thing. Yes. Um, which is funny. And I love her, like, extra drama over what yeah, happened. Yeah, she's like, you didn't know yeah, it was get, just, just killed. Get, get, killed easy for you to say and she's like you're and, fine get over it yeah and later when she's like yeah he danced me right down that garbage chute <laughs> it's oh. so funny but joey goes thinking he's gonna defend her honor and maybe you haven't heard of a little thing called not making girls cry trigger's like maybe you haven't heard of the rent stabilization act of 1975 or whatever it was he's like well i have not heard of that um, and turns out Trigger knows that Monica and Rachel have been illegally subletting. He's been cool about it, but now he's not going to be cool about it because Rachel was, you know, clogging up his garbage chute and Joey came down here to yell at him about it. Yeah. And, uh, he is like, well, you're going to, your friends are going to get kicked out unless you want me to kick you out. And I, this, I mean... This is a great moment because he's like, well, then where would the chick and the duck live? He's like, you have pets? No, no. Like, no, that's nicknames I'm the for chick. me. And Chandler. I'm Chandler's the duck. Oh, I love that. And then later he's like, hey, hey, duck, is chick here? Hey, duck. <laughs> um, but yeah, he ends up convincing him to not kick them out, but to have Joey coach him in ballroom dancing. Oh, he can go it's to so the cute. Super Bowl. So he, so yeah, so cute. I love, I love just this whole thing of Joey being like, you know, I'll do anything for the friends. Yeah, and then them dancing together is adorable. It's so cute. Um, my grandparents were professional ballroom dancers. Oh, really? Your mom's parents or your dad's parents? My dad's. Oh. Um. So I've got a, I've got a move or two up my sleeve. I was gonna ask, do you? Do you and Matt do, like, this kind of dancing, which I guess is So ballroom? when Matt and I were dating, um, we came across something about dance lessons. And I- I'm sure you've seen Matt dance at some point. Um, I it's, can imagine what it would look like. It's not great. It's, like, Very he, rigid. He bobs, he bo- yes, his hips don't move. And if they do, it's, like, very overdramatic because he, like, can't. It's like a, a one and them. a two and a one. <laughs> and he like sways back and forth and then slowly but surely the hands come up like he wants oh, to raise no. the roof. And I'm like, put <gasps> him down. Just put him down. He, he just kind of, the they kind of come up. He doesn't raise it, but it's just like his hands get up by his shoulders. So kind of like Gloria a, Estefan was right. The music, the, the rhythm, rhythm would have been going to get you. <laughs> um, but we, he was like, yeah, it'd be really fun to take dance lessons because i don't know how to dance and i was like yeah that i mean i think that would be super fun so we booked these lessons Mm -hmm. and it was awful because well i was good at it and matt was not and (laughs) what is very obvious to me like counting and rhythm just don't like he can't hear they don't teach that in south dakota (laughs) they don't or north dakota it's just it's hard to imagine as somebody with rhythm that you couldn't hear. literally feel the beat yeah. and hear the beat. Um, so, you know, I'm like, okay, so what's the count here? You know, is this one, two, three? Is it one, two, three, four? And he would not be, he'd be like, one, two, three, four. And I'm like, no, it's just one, two, three. 
Um, so, yeah, it was rough. Um, oh. So it was fun sometimes, but <laughs> I think we would have needed a lot more lessons. He just was always like kind of frustrated because he wanted to be good at it, or at least like, right. Okay, so he it. probably would need like a year head start yeah. before you could and join. And I was right, and I was frustrated because I'm like, I just kind of want to like do the dance, right? Um, so yeah, but I've never it was had still fun though. I've never had success in it either just because I'm not a very good follower mm. in dancing. Um, right. And uh, like, so even if, like, even when I've gone salsa dancing or something like out right. at salsa night at clubs, there's always like the one old guy who's like really good and just like asks everyone to dance. I just can't follow a lot. I, I don't know. But I think that's probably because my grandparents would teach us stuff when I was little. So I think that that. Oh, that's so cute. I have a little bit of a head start on that yeah I'm not I'm not a professional by any means but I could at least I, but she I, yeah, could I be. Could follow but yeah. she could be folks <laughs> dun, 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 dun. watch out dancing with the stars dancing with b-level podcast stars I don't and even know stars, that I, I mean b-level people but, yeah. that have yeah dancing with the podcast level of <laughs> of the greater Nashville area <laughs> Oh, geez. Maybe Please in no. New Zealand. There's fewer podcasts we here, are I think. at least B-level in New Zealand. <laughs> um, But yeah, so Joey and Trigger are just dancing away. And I love when Joey comes in and the girls are like doing eyebrows. Uh-huh. And he does a little thing. Does the- and they're like, ooh, you just did a little dancey move. And he's like, it wasn't a jump. It was a pas de bourree. It was a pas de bourree. <laughs> and they're all like, you know the words. It was so cute. So cute. Was I that a know. pas de beret? Or was it just a ball change? Because he like uh, does it was that a pas de beret because he stepped out of it. Uh, okay. Yeah. When you cross over, when you like step out of it, basically, ball change is just two steps. Pas de beret is three. Step ball change. Okay. Um, I stopped dancing professionally, professionally, formally when I was six. So I only learned so much of the technique, and then there was just you know cheerleading and stuff from that point forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so cute. It is really cute. Um, and Joey gets really into it mm-hmm. and he's really sad when Trigger is ready to dance with girls. Well, they do their final, their final Night dance together day. up on, <laughs> up on the roof, which is just I know. so I feel adorable. like it's the first time we've seen the roof. The roof comes back a few other times. Yeah, it does. It's a fun one, but you're right. Um, the roof episodes are always, uh, the roof scenes are really funny they are yeah it's probably got to be worth it for them to pull out the extra location you don't think that's just a oh i was gonna say you don't think that's like an already built set somewhere it might be but they'll need a place to put it i don't know if it i don't know what they do with sets like that they must have so much storage or like break it down rebuild it i don't know share it with how i met your mother I think for 20 well, years the later thing is, is like you know things like phoebe's apartment that they use you know once every 10 episodes probably stays built somewhere but probably doesn't live on a sound stage it probably has to be stored in some way i guess i was assuming that like phoebe's apartment is probably the actual apartment from a different show and they just like but that's probably not true huh because you'd have to spend it, all that you time know. redecorating yeah, it just kind of depends. I know sometimes they use, I would assume that more so for like one-off places, they might use a different. Right. Um, like I feel like anytime they show somebody else's apartment, like the one with Ross has the dirty girl, and when Rachel dates that guy who's really into his sister, I feel like that's the uh-huh. same apartment. It's just redecorated. Um, but I don't really know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, anyway, it's a cute dance scene on the roof. It is a cute dance scene on the roof. And it's the end of Joey's dancing career, except for hand, hand, head, head. He's already done that. I know. But other than oh. that, that's, I think, the extent of his dancing career. Yeah, it's the extent. Say song, say song, and jazz hands. Well, and um, Trigger invites them because they're so cute. They've obviously oh, had a little yeah. bond. And he's like, you can come. March has a girlfriend. And he's like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, you dance real good with her. She's my size. And he's like, I'm all good, thanks. <laughs> Aww. 
Oh, it's really cute. But yeah, I love this episode. It's just really sweet and like a lot of fun. Um, and it's nice. You know, we've kind of had a little bit of a break from the Ross and Rachel drama. Yeah, and true. That's nice. Um, so I appreciate that. And I appreciate that it's just like fun for the sake of having fun. And I feel like this is the kind of stuff that makes Friends as great as it is. You know, like it's not necessarily the plot lines. It's these random like I one of my friends told me she was going to get a spray tan and she said she was going to go for the darker one. And all I could think was I'm an eight. I'm an eight. And then I was trying to find a gift to send her. And I was just cracking up thinking about Ross and his spray tan. And when he comes in and they're like. He's like, I went to that spray tan place your wife suggested. And Chandler's like, was that place was that the sun? The sun? <laughs> uh, yes. just so it. funny. So good. So I love episodes like this that are like just funny for funny yeah, sake. Yeah, and lighthearted. Um, and honestly, last, like the, yeah. end, the, last, the last half, I guess, of last season was so much with, because the breakup happened in episode what, 15 yes, or 16. And so there's just a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to have this like lightheartedness and playfulness. It is. And we're going to get back into some serious territory, well, serious-ish territory um, soon uh, in the next episode. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the one with the ballroom dancing. And next week, we're going to be back with season four, episode five, the one with Joey's new girlfriend. Which girlfriend will this be? You will find out soon. Tune in and find out. Tune in and find out. So we will see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Oh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.